fear is a big thing. I know, um, say back in 2017, uh, a time before I was saved, uh, a friend of mine uh, got a hold of me and he led me to a website. And, and from there I found out about Anchor Baptist Church. And I remember the day that I went, uh, I was driving along and the devil will use fear as a way to stop you from getting to know God, to knowing his word. And it was well that close that I wasn't going to go. And I would say probably for the next month or two, it was always a tough, tough thing to do. Fear can get in the way of everybody, and uh, God is bigger than that, and it's his word. And when I did come to Anchor Baptist Church, that's what I understood. God's word is powerful. Before that, I didn't know that. A lot of people have religion or something like that, but it's the word that does it. And it's because of that I got saved. And I realized that that is the hope, that is, that is the hope, is the word of God. And we know that it is strong and powerful, and it changes lives. Everyone here, I'm sure, has a testimony that at some time, God changed their life. Somebody brought them in, and it was the word. You'll find yourself uh, now, say, five years later, and I'm talking to people, I know more about the Lord, that I want to share the gospel message, but sometimes what I'll do is I'm using my own words. And I keep forgetting that we're just the messenger. And we're just supposed to let his word do it. It's his job to do it, not ours. And it's a hard thing to to kind of understand because the human part of you just wants to grab it and go with it. And if we let him do the work, the power is in the word. All of us got saved that way. Each testimony, I'm sure, you all have to say it was the word that brought you in. It was the word that changed. It wasn't somebody that convinced me. God led me, and then it came to a point where I realized that it was his word that did it. And so knowing that tonight, what I want to go through is, my words mean nothing. It's all of his. It's his word that has the power in it. And so tonight, what I want to do is let him lead us. I want, I want his word to connect everything, and it'll shed light on it. You'll find that You'll see verses a different way. Jonathan the other day was telling me, every time I read something in the Bible, I see something new. It doesn't mean the other stuff is old. It's living. It's always going to be new. And by going through it, I want you to meditate on certain words and uh, take it from there and let the Lord shine some light to show you something new. He's always doing that. And the power's in there. If there's something in you that needs to, that the Lord needs to show you, he will show you. And it's awesome when he does. And so that's what I plan to do tonight is let the Lord lead us and we'll follow him along the path of that. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we ask you to be a part of this meeting tonight, Lord, because without you we are nothing. Uh, Use your Holy Spirit to touch the hearts of those that need to know something. There are people online that don't even know that you you are real. Shine some light on them and, and show them that you are real. Lord, we're just sowing seed. Your seed is the word, Lord. And use that seed tonight to be planted in somebody's heart. Please water it and please use it to change lives, Lord. And I thank you what you're doing in this church family and you're doing it all the churches everywhere, Lord. Continue to, to move with your word. And I thank you in Jesus' name, amen. If I can get you guys to turn to Genesis 1-1, I just want to start there. And it's about the power of his word. It's, The word that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. And that is so true. Genesis 1, 1, it says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, 
and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and he divided the light from the darkness. Just looking at that, from the power of his word, he said, let there be light. And you notice he separated the, the darkness from the light. God tends to always do things in twos. You're lost or you're saved. It's very simple. I think the devil tries to make it complicated. Things are either on or off. There's wickedness or there's righteousness. And notice he says right down there, he says, the light that it was good. So you see, heaven in a sense is light, and anything in the light is good. If you look at, uh, you can just stay there on, on Genesis. In Colossians it says, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So we see the power of his word and what it does. It will take you out of the darkness, which happened to us when we got saved. We were translated from darkness into light. Ephesians says, for ye were sometimes darkness, but now ye are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. So he's changed our lives, and he's done it with his word. His word is powerful. In Isaiah 9, 2, he says, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. Notice it says shadow of death. It's like Psalm 23 where it says, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. So we know that he is always with you. Once, once you are saved and you're in the light, he is always with you, even so it looks like darkness, but it says it's a shadow of darkness. If I can get you guys to turn to John chapter 1, what I want to look at too is we just looked at the creation from God, but let's look at it again from John 1.1. 1, 1. And it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was there not anything made that was made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men, and the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. We can see here that that's what the word is. It sheds, it sheds more light on it as well. We know that God is the word. We know that everything was made by him and for him. And in him was the light of men. So he's the one that only gives life. If you look around today and you look at things like uh, evolution, it cannot exist because life can't come from non-life. It can be altered, but God is light and light is life. In Colossians 1, it says, For by him all things were created and that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they are thrones, di dominions, principalities, or powers. All things were created by him and for him. So we know that he is the creator. So the word is God. In uh, Hebrews 1.1 1, 1 it says, God hath in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom he also made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. So we see again that there's power in his word. His word holds everything together. It's bigger than we think, and that's why if you open up God's word, there's power. It's, this book is alive. And then, and then in John 1.14, he says, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, 
full of grace and glory. So there again, it does, puts it together that his word is him. His word is this. It all, through this, it leads us to the word, which is Jesus. And now we're going to look at why Jesus, why Jesus, the word came. Uh, if you turn to John 3, 18, and it says, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And that's the reason he came. And this is a condemnation, that light has come into the world, which is Jesus, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to light, that his deeds may be manifest, that they were wrought in God. And it goes back to the beginning when he divided the light from the darkness. It says here, they hated the light. He is light. So he gives us choice, so we do get a chance to choose. You choose Jesus, you choose light. You don't, you, you, you choose darkness. Uh, Ephesians 5.11, it says, now let's look at the darkness part of it. And he says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. So now we're seeing the other side, the opposite of light. But rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. And, whatsoever, and so whatsoever doeth make manifest is light. So we see that darkness, there must be some power in that as well. And we know it says the power of darkness. So as long as we walk in the light and in his word, well, then that's where we're always going to be changed and God's going to take us, take us along for the, for the, to the walk that we need to have with him. And the last part I want to look at is the words that came from Jesus. If you can turn to Luke 4, uh, chapter 31. And just remember, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. In Luke 4.31, it says, and he, came, and he came to Capernaum, a city in Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. And in the synagogue there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil and cried out in a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, O Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when, the devil, and, when, and when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and hurt, and hurt him not. And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, what, what a word is this? For with authority and power he commandeth the unclean spirits. And they came out. And they came out. So we see even from the beginning when he created the heaven and the earth and he he made the light. His word has that much power. So we can see that Jesus is that light. He is that word. And in Matthew 28, 25, he said, and his disciples came to him and awoke him saying, Lord, save us. We perish. And they said unto him, why are ye fearful? O ye of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and seas. And there was a great calm. But the men marveled saying, what manner of man is this that even the winds and the seas obey him? And then, and then uh, Lazarus in uh, John eleven forty three, where he says, And when thus he had spoken, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. 
And he, that, and he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave cloths and face was bound about him with a napkin. And Jesus said unto him, loose him and let him go. So we can see he even has the power over death. And then also I want to talk about how the power, the power of his word and how it's written down, which is this book here too. It says, in Matthew 4, 4, it's written, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forward or forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Isaiah 48 says, The grass withers and the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. And we know from Timothy 3.16 that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and instruction in righteousness. So we know that this book is pure. God can preserve all of it. We know that he is the word. There's power in this book. And then I just want to finish with the return, of, the return of the word of God. If you turn to Revelation 19, and I'll just wait till you get there. We can see at the end that he is going to return. In Revelation 19, 11, it says, And I saw the heavens opened, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness did he judge and make war. And his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no, and he had a name written that no man knew but himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name was the Word of God. And there we have it again, the Word of God. And the armies that were sure in heaven followed followed him upon white horse, clothed in clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a, sh a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and that he should rule with them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of his fierce and wrath of Almighty God. And he had a name on his vesture and on his thigh, and the name was the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And just to finish, if you go down to Revelation twenty-two eighteen, just to show the power of this book too, at the very end, we know in the very beginning, he, he created the heaven and the earth, and he divided the light from the darkness. But in the very end, he's talking about his, his book, and he says, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecies of this book, that if any man shall add unto these, God shall add unto him plagues that were written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of this book, there's the power of the words, uh, the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which were written in this book. He which testifies these things, saying, surely I will come quickly, amen, even so, Lord Jesus, come quickly. So we can see it says, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life.